Hi everyone. Um, welcome back to the Phases podcast. I am pre-recording this because um, when this comes out, I will be in Nashville. So I just went ahead and assumed because I, if you don't like, if you don't have a podcast, you don't know that the hardest part about it is not really filming it it's finding the time to film it like i know i go on and on about how i change the direction of the episode every time (laughs) i record it and that is something that i will hopefully begin to nip in the bud but the hardest thing about it is really just finding the time when everything is quiet and when you know it's harder than it looks it's harder than it sounds so pre-recording this i went ahead and assumed that i would not have a free hour hour and a half in nashville to just sit and record so i'm doing it now um I'm very excited about Nashville. I can't wait to tell you guys all about it, what happened, what went down. Um, Today, I am crossed between a really, another intense episode, or maybe a chill one. Maybe we answer some questions, um, and also get into some hard shit. (laughs) I feel like I'm constantly putting the pressure on but at the same time like we consume so much bullshit in a day um that is like completely irrelevant that I would want to not just be another add-on of that if that makes sense like I want you to come here and almost almost be tense when you get here because you know we're gonna be having a hard conversation or Um, be excited for the hard conversation, but I definitely don't want this to be a safe space because of the fact that nothing gets done, if that makes sense. I don't want it to be a safe space because it's like your TikTok algorithm where nothing eventful is actually happening, happening, and it's all just irrelevant shit. I don't want it to be that. I don't want it to be like an Instagram feed where you're going through it and you're getting no no reality you're getting a highlight reel and that's it i don't want it to be like facebook where it's just old people yelling at each other um i don't want it to be like twitter actually if anything i want it to be the most like twitter (laughs) um without the reading and um yeah, I just, I don't want it to be a space where you come to just zone out of your life. If anything, I want this to be an encouraging space where you start to look under, under the places that you never looked before. So, this will probably end up being a hard episode anyway. Y'all are just gonna have to, y'all are just gonna have to deal, um, or not. That's your choice. But I do kind of think I want to start off with some easy little questions, some easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Sorry. I don't, I don't know why that just happened. Um, <laughs> I do want to answer some questions, some lighthearted ones, kind of like in the first episode. 
and then we will get into the second half I also want as like reviews start to come in I think I might do something on my Instagram for questions for the pod um I don't know if you've ever listened to probably I don't know if you have it's called full coverage it's with Manny MUA and Laura Lee Laura Lee has been problematic in the past, but I'm okay with listening to the podcast now. If you know what she did, you know what she did. Anywho, um, <laughs> any fucking way, their podcast, they do something called Secrets. I doubt I'll do it, but I just want to throw it out there that it, I think it's genius. I don't have enough people listening to this that I don't know to where they, I think they would give me their deepest, darkest secrets, but it is such a funny segment and I love it so, so much. Um, basically people write in with their worst secret and I mean, it's just the funniest shit, but like I said, maybe someday I want to do my little version of that, but for now... Um, My main goal is just getting even a few questions asked. So if you have some questions, leave them, give them to me on my Instagram or my Twitter. I have started to leave them in the show notes because I got a very sweet review that asked me to do that. So um, ask me questions in those or ask me questions if you're listening on Apple Podcasts in the reviews because I read them all. So gonna go on... A short little break. Should I go on a break? Okay, I'll go on a short break and then answer questions and then get into some hard shit. Okay, peace out. Welcome back, guys. We are back from the break and I'm excited to delve in to these questions with you. I'm actually really excited. I like, you know, letting you guys in on like a more surface level way. So, okay, let's start with what's your zodiac sign? Well, (laughs) um, I'm a Sagittarius sun, an Aquarius moon, and a Gemini rising. Yes! period um i'm also a pisces mars <laughs> do with that what you will um i'm a venus sagittarius so baby girl how i've been in a two-year relationship i don't know <laughs> um what else is like good for somebody to know i'm a pluto and sagittarius so do with that what you will i have a lot of sagittarius a lot of Aquarius and a lot of Capricorn in my chart. Um, so there you have it. There, there you have that. Okay, next question. Um, what's your favorite song? Why did I pick this if I don't know my favorite song? I feel as though my favorite song is He Won't Go by Adele. Um, it... I literally might start crying thinking about it. It is such a beautiful song, and it is just so powerful. I'm such a little fucking romantic. It's not even funny. Um, Okay. 14, who's your favorite artist? Sam Smith. Are you catching my drift here, babes? I'm an emotional fuck, and I have always been. I have always been. Like, I remember when 
I was like, I mean, I was listening to Sam Smith all the time in high school. I've always been obsessed with Adele and just any real emotional shit. And that people would ask me, like, what the fuck are you listening to? And I'd be like, what the fuck do you mean this is a masterpiece? Like, never did I shy away from the art that is this genre of music. So, there you go. Sam Smith, just because, like, I feel like he's just so... Oh, I just, I just want to be his best friend. Um, okay. What else? Have you ever been addicted to something? I was addicted to nicotine for like two, three years of my life. And it was like on and off, heavy than not heavy. Um, But yeah, I said in the last episode, I want to do a New Year's resolution episode and I'll talk more about it on that episode when I do it but yes I was I have been addicted to something um have you ever been hospitalized I did this one for um pity (laughs) no um I was 13 and I was hospitalized for like a week I was finally diagnosed with Crohn's disease if you don't know what that is it's just a form of IBS, but a real, real shitty, pun intended, form of IBS. So, there you go. If you know IBS, it's inflammatory bowel syndrome. Um, but it affects your esophagus all the way down to your fucking asshole. So, that's how it goes. And I was 13 when I was diagnosed and it was a whole thing. It was a whole show. And, um, yeah, I actually have, I don't know. I don't think I have. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. (laughs) There you go. I don't know where I was going. Do you have tattoos? I do. I think I have 12 tattoos. I'm not even going to try and count right now because that's just, that's annoying. Um, but I did set an appointment. The main reason why I wanted to include this is because I set an appointment for November 6th with a tattoo artist that I really love his work and I'm officially starting on my, like I'm getting the biggest tattoo I've ever got and it has the most detail, it's the most intricate and it's going to be on my arm and this is the main reason why I wanted to put it in here because I'm so excited. It's going to cost so much money. So yes, I'm going to hype it the fuck up because I'm very excited and I want to have a sleeve at some point. Um, not sure the logistics or the details about it, but I will be, I will be tatted. Okay. What else? Let's see, where is your favorite place you ever traveled? As of now, my favorite place I've ever traveled is Seattle. I know, I talk about it so fucking much. Um, But it is the truth. 
it is just a magical, magical, gloomy, beautiful fucking place, and I love that fucking city, so, um, yeah, I think, I think it'll eventually change, um, the more that I travel, but especially going to different countries and stuff like that, I think it will change, um, and definitely if I live there, it will probably no longer be, it will probably lose a little bit of its magic, but as of now, I'm clinging on to the magic for as long as I fucking can, so, Seattle. What are your current hobbies? I have a real hard time with defining hobbies. It's a real hard thing to define for me. Um, but under the general, the general, um, definition, I really love surfing Pinterest. That is, we'll get into Pinterest. And, um, excuse me, by the way, I'm so fucking nasty. (laughs) Um, shit. Pottery. That is one of my, that is a hobby that I am so grateful that I started. I started it last year. I started a class on a whim and I went with my friend and then I like paid for a six week course and I'm actually not half bad at it. I've brought home so many pieces and I love them all and they all have, I'm like looking at them throughout my room. They all have little homes and yeah it's become a real passion project of mine and I make sure that I at least once a month schedule a class for it uh, because it's just so much fucking fun and studio time you just go in there you get dirty you get messy but your mind gets so clear your mind is so centered and it's just it's just fucking beautiful and you get to bring home a souvenir babe stop it's it's like twenty dollar therapy okay um hmm what do you look for in a friend in a friend i look for loyalty and i look for understanding and what i mean by that is i need a friend who is at this uh has the capacity to understand that we will not always be that tight, you know? I will not be banging your line three times a week um, to talk about the color of my shoes. I won't be doing it. I yeah, is so much energy. And it's like, I just need a friend who understands that. And I have, I do have a couple, and I'm very grateful for them because they feel the same way. They're kind of like, I have my, my own life, and it's, I'm like processing my own, especially when they're on the healing journey with you in some capacity. It just, they get it, and so they understand, you know, whatever. So that's the the big things I look for in a friend, and, like, I just want to be able to laugh, like, I, I, I want to be able to have a balance of laughter, and, like, we take each other seriously, if that makes sense, I don't want it to all be, like, again, what color are your shoes, let's FaceTime every five minutes, and stick our tongues out, and, like, no, I also want 
like me time and I want to have time where we engulf into each other's minds and we like pick things apart and shit like that so I look for a lot (laughs) anyway (laughs) and I'm also a really shitty friend because if that's what you need if you need someone who's on your ass every day who's, like, making sure your feelings are intact, who's making sure your life is okay, you're gonna think I'm a real shitty person because it's not gonna happen. Um, sorry, babe. What habits do you wish you didn't have? I'm doing it right now. I take my nail and I, like, just, listen. I just, like, pick at the skin around my nail. I've never really been a huge nail biter or anything like that, but especially this pointer finger on my thumb, um, I just pick the skin on my thumb and on my pointer finger, and it ends up being really, really ugly, um, and it's, it's kind of sad, to be honest. I've seen those little rings that you can, like, spin and they're like anxiety fidget rings um but it's like the habit of where I place my fingers and it's also not just the act of doing it it's what it feels like it's a real bad habit and um I don't know if I care enough to kick it so how about that I don't bite my nails so I mean period poo what are you passionate about I'm passionate about change. I'm passionate about change, whether it be in the world or within your own body. I'm passionate about allowing people to change. I'm passionate about the process of change. I'm passionate about just change in general. I think it's so hard, and yet that's what makes it so fucking beautiful. So I'm very, very passionate about that is there a book that has changed your life i love the book untamed by glennon doyle it is she is my whether you know she has agreed to this never um but she is my lesbian mother and i adore her with like every atom in my body so i think I do, I think I adore her so much because she just embraced every single change in her life. And not only did she like embrace it, she wrote about it and she has, she's just a really good author and I love her writing style. So all of those components combined, the book really changed my life just because I have this newfound like friend through it. And it really made me take back my feminine power. So, there you have that. What makes you laugh the hardest? Um, I make myself laugh a lot. But, <laughs> if he's listening to this now, I'm not going to out your story to, to my few listeners. But, I had a friend tell me a painfully funny story about this experience he had (laughs) in middle school and um it was just it was probably the funniest shit I heard all year 
I was laughing so hard and um, I did pee myself a little and I was crying. It was like, I think I laugh at the expense of others and that is it sounds so fucked up um it sounds so much worse than what it actually is um he knows that story is funny as fuck and um i just laugh when things are really fucking funny i don't know what you i don't know what you want me to say um but the last story i heard from a friend of mine was the last time i have ever like laugh to that extent um what is your dream job i have a few dream jobs and a lot of them i don't even know that i that they're dream jobs yet there's so many occupations that i just there's so many just titles and job titles that i have no idea what it is my dream job is called i know it's out there because you can literally make anything monetary but um i think either something to do with travel that would be really big something to do with writing or something to do with change um and i think both of the things i said before change have to do a lot with that so Really, any job that allows me some sort of freedom is really all I'm asking for. I mean, but did you hear my chart? Okay, then. Um, what else? What it was the best concert you've ever been to? Sam Smith? Hands down. Hands down. And... I don't think that will change. I don't think that that is just because... No, it's actually not the last concert I went to. Yeah, Sam Smith. He is my favorite artist, though, so that is that. I am going Harry Styles this week. But, again, I just... As much as I adore Harry, he, in my eyes, does not pass Sam. I don't think he ever will. I'm sorry, bye. I'm sorry. But, um... Yeah. Now, Sam. Sam Smith. What is your most treasured personal item? My vibrator. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, maybe my jewelry? I think my rings are my, my babies. Like, I don't really... I don't really let anybody mess with them and I really take them places where I think I'll be irresponsible. Um, those are, those are my babies. Okay. What inspires you? What inspires me? Um... I think just what it feels like to live. And I know that this, I could easily go, which is just shitty. <laughs> because, I mean, living is a, I mean, fuck, this is like so broad. But I think what inspires me is just the human experience in general. I think the fact that we're, like, 
we're all like these little avatars walking around pretending like things actually matter and like getting mad at each other getting mad at ourselves judging other people and then on the other side of that we're like we love people and we sing and we like we exercise and we like put tattoos on our avatar and we dye our hair and we pray and we like we do weird shit we're like the human experience is so it just baffles me but it inspires me because it's so ass backwards it makes no sense none of us actually know what the fuck is going on and yet we're all just like we're all just chilling we're all just going through the motions feeling emotions or not feeling the consequences of not um and we're just like we're just i don't even know what we're doing like and that's inspiring enough i think i think it's so easy to take that and say and that's enough to say you know whatever this is bullshit but i think that really if we use that in a way to inspire yourself it's like you can really there's you can't really go wrong because when you look at it from a point of view of of we're all little avatars walking around it changes everything and you realize it's like that floating rock situation I have contra- I'm like con- I think that's a little too controversial for me, okay? Because as much as it is true that we're all little avatars walking around just like having emotions and like just living life and breathing and eating food, like as much as that is true and as much as we are just to our knowledge just on a floating rock I think that it would be too easy if that were just the case, right? So I think that inspires me too, just the complete and utter unknown. And yet, it's like we're conscious, but so unconscious at the same time. It's so fucking weird that it's cool. So that's what inspires me. If if you can dissect something from that. What have you been taking for granted lately? My feet. That's easy. I mean, I think there are many things that I'm more or less privileged to that I'm not even realizing, but my feet are my biggest one. I I mean, they do everything. They're just like... They hold so much... I don't know, dude. They hold so much power. Like they're carrying me I'm just like walking on them all the time and they get so tired and it's just really cute if you think about it and I just take them for granted maybe I should get like a a pedicure or something my toes aren't even painted right now my feet are just completely unloved at the moment and I feel bad about that okay do you care more about looks or brains This is hard because here's the thing. If I'm answering this from a very shallow point of view, um, then, you know, I'm going to get, then you're going to get a real shallow answer, but I'm going to say that 
I don't care about one more or less than the other, and here's why. Because I think this question in and of itself is shallow. Do you care more about looks or brains? So let's tag on the word looks. I think what you meant to say was like a sexual attraction. I myself am not asexual, so I do th- I do think that this is a big factor. I would need to be sexually attracted to you, how you look, your presence, and so on. Do I think you need to be, you know, in society's eyes, the most beautiful person in the world? Like when you walk into a room, everyone's head turns and you're just like the most gorgeous, beautiful goddess, you know... It doesn't really matter if everyone else is super hyperly sexually attracted to you. Because if I am, then that's all that really matters, right? And then, um, or brains. I think what you meant to say is, um, like someone's intellectual... There's a fly around me, and she really needs to back the fuck off because she keeps buzzing in my ear, really distracting me, okay? I'm cool if you chill in here with me, but there's a there's something called personal space, babe. Thank you. Sheesh. Anyways, looks are brains. Brains, I think, do I think you need to be some Harvard fucking scholar? No. Do I think you need to understand math? No, because I don't. So why would I ask that of you? But I do think in terms of brains, air quotes, um, being able to understand each other on an intellectual level is very important to me. Being able to understand that we're on the same mental path, that we think um, the same way in a lot of ways is very important um, because I mean if you think that I don't know dude I think they both matter and I don't want to pick this or that on this one because I don't want to settle so there you go both of them matter how about that okay Some of those are serious, some of those are super lighthearted, but the last couple I want to talk about are going to lead us into today's episode, um, and the main meat and potatoes. I said meat and potatoes in the last one, and I'm really upset about it. Um, I'm going to start saying probably... veggie meat and potatoes um how about like beyond beef (laughs) potatoes um tofu and potatoes that one's cute that one's pretty cute anyway (laughs) okay let's get into the serious shit what did you grow up believing beautiful looked like where did that come from how has it evolved So this is obviously a very loaded question, and you're going to get the very loaded answer, because you came to the Phases podcast. So, 
What did you be- what did you grow up believing beautiful looked like? I believed beautiful looked like um skinny. I believed beautiful looked like clear skin. I believed beautiful looked like Ugh Ugh I like hate this question but I love it at the same time. I think what I mean by skinny cuz this one has layers. I like we talked about in the last episode, I lived in two different houses growing up. And in one house, I grew up with a woman who is very skinny. Um, was definitely like a hundred or something pounds. And so in that household, it was very weird because... Like... Mm -mm. this is so weird and it's hard to stomach that it this is even like it's hard to even say that this was the case it's so it makes me so emotional because ugh. um but it was made out to be that she was more beautiful in various ways, and I'm not even sure if they were consciously doing it, um, but whether it came to the difference in size of, like, our thighs when I was getting older, or, like, I remember one specific moment, um, my dad told me that she had, you know, pretty feet, and pretty toes, and I had ugly toes, and that has stuck with me to today. Like, I look at my feet, and I'm like, I take you for granted, and I wonder why. Um, so I had one household that it was like that, okay? And then I went to another household where I was the skinniest kid there. So it was kind of the opposite. Where it was like, you need to get more food on that plate, girl. Or, like, oh my god, just the complete opposite. And so, I never, I don't think I have this clear-cut version of beautiful because I was just told so many different things and not in a positive way you know like it wasn't I was told so many different things are beautiful it was like one weekend I would be told that like basically feeling like my thighs are huge and the next I would be thinking that I need to be eating another burger so that everyone else would feel comfortable with my size yeah yeah (laughs) some fucked up shit dude um so i think that covers where did that come from 
I think it played out two different ways in my own homes. And then it also came from, obviously, beauty standards, if we're talking about the clear skin. I have, I have dealt with acne since I was 15, and I'm 19 now. I still have acne, and um, it's been one of my major struggles in life, and you never see anything other than clear skin, and if you do see something other than clear skin, you don't want to look in the comments and you're probably only seeing it for a split second because they're only showing it to you because they now have clear skin, right? So, um, that was really hard. Still can be hard. But, um, so I think a lot of it came from social media and just the highlight reel um and then obviously like beauty brands and things like that i think um models and that whole industry also i think sculpts a little bit of all of us so i think that covers where it came from and how has it evolved personally I will never sit here and say that um, I have it so bad right because at the end of the day as shitty as it is um, I am the societal norm I have the privilege of knowing when I go to bed at night, I am a version of what society wants to see. I'm a version of what society's comfortable with seeing. So as much as it may have sucked when I was a kid, it definitely sucked when I was a kid, and I had no capacity to understand what, Especially the people who were telling me I needed to put on some poundage. Although it may have hurt, I have no idea what they were hearing. Um, and that's not... It's not either to dismiss my own um, experience. It's just to kind of say that... I know that when I go to bed, I am the societal standard. I know that no one's going to give me dirty fucking looks if I wear a crop top. And gonna turn around and talk shit about me. I know that that's not gonna happen, right? I know that I can comfortably post a picture in a crop top and feel hot as fuck in it because nobody's questioning me, right? And questioning my authority to be able to do that. So, um, but on the other side of it, I. I had this weird inner dialogue where I was like, okay, do I need to eat more or do I need to, like, lose the little bit of cellulite that I already have? And I'm, like, 16, like, worrying about, worrying about fucking dimples. Like, I don't know what the... Yeah, so, anyway. I think how it has evolved is I understand 
more that people are really pushing an agenda, especially when it comes from big marketing and just people trying to sell you something. That's all they're really trying to do is trying to sell you a look that you don't already have. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with your look. It just means they're trying to make a quick coin. It's nothing personal. It's just a really fucked up business strategy that just happened to work. So I think I have that more broad approach to beauty standards and the beauty world is that you can take everything only with a grain of salt and maybe even just half of a grain of salt because shit. I think it's definitely getting better. Um, especially in terms of like when I get on American Eagle and they have curvy jeans now and they have different size models or when I get on Pinterest and I see a pin of someone who's has so much texture on their skin like I think it's definitely getting better but it's not where it should be how is how has my take on it evolved though um I think personally, what I had to do was I had to kind of sit in the mirror and say, okay, I just want to be healthy. I don't want to obsess over my cellulite, and I don't want to obsess over my acne, and I don't want to obsess over my hip dips. And I don't want to obsess over my cankles or my ugly toes. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Um, Because none of those things are actually ugly at all. The only reason I ever believed it because someone was trying to sell me something. And in terms of it coming from my family, they learned that too. And they were being sold an idea as well. So I can't even really take that personal. So, how has it evolved? I just want to take care of myself. I want to take care of my body. Um, I want to eat less meat. I want to eventually not eat any meat. I want to eventually cut out dairy all the way. And, um, I want to eat more vegetables. I want to eat more fruit. I want to care about what's going in my body on a day-to-day basis. Not one Thursday I have a green smoothie and I think I'm cured of any, like, no. Um, I think I just want to take better care of myself. And not for anyone else's approval and not so that anybody else... Not because anybody's trying to sell me something, but because I want to be able to live a long time. And I already have digestive issues, so I might as well try and take care of myself the best way that I can. And that always comes back to diet. Um, I've heard people say that the digestive system is the second nervous system. And I truly believe that because it affects so much of how we feel and how we function. So for me, 
beautiful is just taking care of yourself in the best way that you know how. So, there you go. There's my thoughts on that. Okay. I think I already answered this one, but how do you define privilege? Articulate what privilege you think you have. Oh, this is a big one. And some people really just still don't understand this shit. I had... (laughs) I had conversations all last year with people in my life who were like, I didn't have privilege because I grew up poor as fuck. And I'm like, yes, baby girl, but you're white. (laughs) Yes, but you're a white woman. (laughs) I don't care that you grew up poor, babe. I don't care. That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Had many of those conversations, but... In terms of beauty, in terms of the beauty world, I think I already answered it by saying that I go to bed knowing that I'm, I am more of what society accepts, you know? I mean, obviously, it is such a well-built system that there are going to be things that I question myself on. Because, like I said, it's just so well built. But, um, it doesn't mean we can't take it down. Just felt like saying that. Because all hope is not lost. Anyway, um, so yeah. I don't know. I think hearing, I don't know. How do I define privilege? I just think that it is being unconsciously or in some cases consciously if you've ever heard a white woman tears mostly sometimes I think unconsciously just unaware of reality because of the fact that it is not your reality I think that's what privilege is. It's just being able to walk through very shitty situations unscathed because no one's gunning for you. Right? Um, And then on the premise of walking through it consciously, it's using your privilege to further um, lift yourself up even more than what you already are. So... That's how I feel about that. Um, but those are some deep ones. Anyway, I don't know why I keep going into this UK accent. I really need to cut it out. Um <laughs> But yeah. Um I thought that I was going to continue after this. We're gonna take a break and I was gonna go into the social media side of things but I think because this episode and this segment has lasted for 40 fucking minutes I'm going to save the rest of this topic for next week I know I'm such a shitty person I'm sorry because I really was this whole time hinting like oh but we'll touch on that later in the episode and like I'm sorry 
Um, but this, like I said, it's already 41 minutes long. 41? 41? And I have so fucking much to say about social media, the pros, the cons, how it helps, how it damages, the different platforms and all the individual little ways that they're shitty and not shitty. And so, um... I just have way too much to say about social media that it needs to be its own episode. I I do really apologize. I do. I apologize. But um, I don't know if you can listen to a two-hour-long podcast in one sitting. I just, I don't think I could do it. So I'm not going to put you through it. I'm just going to make it next week. Stay tuned stay listening um because now you already know what next week is gonna be social media woo um again sorry i teased you so hard so hard (laughs) but um yeah i guess we're wrapping it up then what the fuck this was completely a questions episode didn't think it was gonna be this obviously but shit happens So, I hope you got a little bit of insight onto me and kind of more, a more, a a deeper dive into my brain, 40 minutes worth. Um, Yeah, we answered some off-the-wall questions today and we also asked some really important questions that will help you understand next next week's episode and I will definitely touch on some of the things that I mentioned in today's episode just to kind of remind you guys but anyways I digress holy shit thanks for coming to the phases podcast I can't wait to see you guys next week talk about social media and um yeah thank you for joining me give yourself empathy I actually want to do something a little bit different this episode and I want to leave you guys with a little um reminder because so much of the phases podcast is focused around shadow work and um just going to those really deep parts of yourself and those really just shadowed parts of yourself that you're not that the sun always doesn't shine on so I want to leave you with, if you're doing any of this work, if you're realizing big things in your life, if you're just going to the depths of yourself, just remember that your shadow or ego doesn't make you a bad person. These things that you've hid for so long, there was a reason you're hiding them. And um, I know it's pretty off topic from today's episode, but I do want to leave you with that. So... Once again, thanks for joining me on the Faces Podcast. I'm your motherfucking host, Maddie, and um, I'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.